Hi, everyone. If you want... <laughs> if you want to get lit with us, <laughs> the next book that we're going to be reading is Claire DeWitt and the City of the Dead by Sarah Gran. Uh, and you can put that in your eyes or ears, however you want to do it. Uh, as always, though, support your local libraries and bookstores. Yeah, if you like this podcast, uh, and I hope you do if you're listening to this, otherwise it's a really weird flex, uh, <laughs> then refer a friend. Like, let someone else know about uh, about us. Uh, as always, the tech stuff, like, like, subscribe, review, always very useful. Uh, if you want to interact with us, it's a littlelitpod at gmail.com. Feel free to send any questions, recommendations, anything like that. And same for Twitter at pod underscore lit. But uh, yeah, just in general, we really appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thank, thank you, everyone. You're doing such a great job, and I hope that you have a great day. <laughs> Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. Frigid open, frigid oh, don't, air. Don't build it up like that. It's like warm as hell here. It's like seventy degrees. That was a. T- you gonna talk about the weather with me? That's what you wanted to segue into is the weather. I don't respect you nearly enough to have a real conversation, <laughs> as this podcast can attest to. It started off as seventy degrees here today, and now it's like forty. It dropped like fifteen degrees from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. You fucking talking about the weather with me? What the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I'm talking about books because this is lit lit. And that was a great segue. Cold open my- accomplished. <laughs> um, and this is a podcast where we read books over when we talk about them drunk. And my name is Danny Burford. And I'm Andrew Klima. Yeah, you are. And this week we are reading uh, What Moves the Dead by T. Kingfisher, also known as Ursula Vernon. Yeah. Uh, and that is, we read it. We put it in our eyes. Uh, it was pretty short. It was like, what, 150 pages? Very different than our other books we've been reading recently. Yeah, we've been reading some long boys over the last couple of uh, books, it feels, <laughs> it feels like. <laughs> uh, and uh, this one was a welcome uh, surprise as far as that one. I, I think I know. Stan, I think, a short king. Yeah, short kings, absolutely. Short kings, no, you weren't. Short, short king Fisher. Fisher. Uh-huh. Short King Fisher. <laughs> yeah. Did you come up with the title this week? I... <laughs> My God. <laughs> Not intentionally. God, I don't want that. That kind of burden on me. But uh, yeah, this this was, and I know we talked about it a little bit when we were like doing our planning session for what we wanted to read and stuff like that. But um, I, I got stuff from the library. I was like, whoa, man, I can, I can read this in like oh, two little, sessions. Little One if I, I want did. to. Yeah, I unfortunately I spread it session. spread it out more than I, I, I should have because I just wasn't in the mood for it. Certain, certain, not not the book in particular, mind you, just the, just the reading part of it. Spooky uh, season books. Also, yeah, so, this, is a, this is a spooky book. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that should be said. We this this episode is coming out what the twenty fifth of October. Is that right? Um, yeah. And so we are right. In, we are in the in the midst of in the heart of spooky season. Almost uh, towards the end, honestly. Like, well, that's a yes. bummer. It goes by well, I guess so fast. I, I guess I just feel like the, like the middle of the month is like yeah, you're in the you are in the middle of it technically, but it's like not really that strong quite yet. Like now is when the, the spooky season is really kind of starting to ramp up a whole lot. Strong so. for me. The spookiness is strong in me. What have you done that's spooky this entire month? Besides decorate my whole house. What'd you decorate your house with? 
We have, I think I talked about this. We have a spider web on the outside. We have mm-hmm. skeleton, we have bones on the outside. Um, we no, have... no, no, no. When you say that, what kind of bones? Real bones. <laughs> real, 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 real human bones. Real, bo- real, real, human real, bo- real bones that we found in the backyard. Um, so, so we went grave digging. It was, it was, really beautiful. That's when Sean proposed. <laughs> Uh no, uh and we have just four feet deep in a grave, like <laughs> by the way, look what I found. Look, look what's ring. down here. <laughs> oh my god, Danny, you have to see this. I've never right, seen anything to, like it. We're gonna have to rewrite your entire proposal story now. This is the better option, I'm sorry. I mean, I could rewrite the whole thing. Make a book out of it. Get rich. Yeah, I mean I like I like where all this is going. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never hear from you again. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we have some, I have some spoofy stuff going on. I've been doing some, got some pumpkins. Mm-hmm. I don't want to carve them. I'm like not very into carving pumpkins. Yeah. It's just gross. Every single, it's like one of those things where you like, it's got, it reminds me of s'mores where like the allure of making s'mores yeah. is way fucking better than the actual s'more. And yeah. you only really want at that point, like maybe one s'more. Yeah. To it's me, a it's lot like, of production. Yeah. Yeah. Like I cut open the pumpkin. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore at all. Like there's no part of me. Like there's so as, much seeds. As soon as you irreparably damage the gourd, you're like, no, no, no. Exactly. I'm good, I'm I just don't, I'm just gonna like, Meh, like you're fine. Also, yeah. like you're gonna rot in like 20 seconds, and we have so many fucking chipmunks and squirrels. You're gonna mm. get got. Yeah, which so. which which does at least sometimes lend to like an interesting decomposition of the pumpkin and can make it spookier or at least more like when it gets like weird black and like yeah. Gray, yeah or if the animals take pieces out of it like in, in strategic spots or something like that but yeah uh, in general not not really the not really the move there's a trend right now going on on TikTok where you um, get a pumpkin and you put it in like a chicken coop and you just like stab like a fork where you want the chickens to like peck because uh-huh. they'll be able to get into the flesh and then that's how you make your uh we don't have chickens so we didn't do that um it's a fucking saw movie what the fuck it's yeah awful. yeah i mean luckily they're not real people they're just pumpkins you know well so far. I mean, it, it, yeah in, in your in your coop maybe but you know in my coop in my coop they're only people what's his name what's his name <laughs> jig, jig, jigsaw is that right yeah jig, jig, jigsaw's coop I don't jigsaw want is to do like that. speaking of like dumb scary people like why do they have to make their faces look so dumb you don't think it looks sinister and evil no yeah it looks dumb don't worry, I'm, just, on your, I'm on your side here he just had a really bad time with his blush <laughs> he, 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 he's a disgraced makeup artist and that's what really uh, he just, what did it he just went a little too hard at sephora one day and he had someone walking around that was trying to sell a couple of products that just didn't go well with his skin tone and he had a bad day <laughs> and he made a career out of it yeah it's fine <laughs> hmm. uh building all those bone mazes yeah, i know i know uh but this is not a jigsaw book, and this is not the kind of horror book that we're talking no. about, as far as those kind of things, because this is this is a much more slow burn type of one. Um, when we were talking about before, I was kind of equating it to the Haunting of Hill House more mm-hmm. than something that is, uh, I don't know, more aggressive or more bloody or more violent. Yeah, it's not is very that fair. Gory. You think? Yeah, yeah, it's not very gory. I mean, there definitely is some moments where I'm kind of like, ugh. Oh yeah. yeah there- yeah, there's there's some there's some creep and some disgust for sure. I I also wouldn't call I also wouldn't call it like gore or at least not the violent no, kind. It's it's also um, 
I think what makes this different too is it's not ghosty, honestly. Yeah, that's actually fair. Um, it, it is as you're reading um, a possible explanation. Yes. But uh, but but you're right that in, in the end, uh, and like uh, we always do this. Like if you've listened to this podcast at all before, then you know. But like spoiler alerts, we're gonna talk about this entire thing. So if you if you don't want <laughs> if you don't want the spoiler of like what actually happens in this in, in this kind of creepy book, then like sorry, we'll catch you next time. But we appreciate the view. You the, know the, what the listen. I think would be funny is if one time we read kind of like a short, like not like a long book, just like a novella yeah. or something, and try to do an episode where we didn't give anything away. Oh, it'd be so difficult. I know. That's what makes it fun, you know, for us. <laughs> or. <laughs> or. <laughs> or we spoil everything in the first 30 seconds and then, mm-hmm. and then just end the episode. Yeah, I And like who it. fucking gives a shit? Um, Rosebud's did... a sled. End episode. <laughs> that was the dumbest movie. What? You don't like Citizen Kane? Not really, no. I, 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 I don't know why. I don't, actually, I don't know why I love to its defense. Um, I, I thought it was fine. It's the last uh, movie you ever watched. <laughs> I've seen. Uh, hey, back in 1941 or whatever it was, I, I was it watching was all kinds of movies. It was the last new movie I ever saw. <laughs> Rosebud was the name of the film. Unfortunately, that's uh, on my on my deathbed. They're like, "What the fuck is Rosebud be?" It's like, "Oh no, it's a reference to the movie he watched when he was 17 years old. It hasn't oh. it hasn't done anything since." Oh no. Anyway, um. We read this book. Yeah. We do did, that? You, did we? Well, did we, did I, I, like I, before we get that, I, I wanted to ask them because this is based. This is a retelling of the fall of the uh, House of Usher by Usher. Edgar Allan Poe. Usher, Usher. Usher. And I was, I, I was curious. Like, did you have that much of a familiarity either with this story or with Poe in general? I, d- I have a familiarity with Poe in general, but not mm-hmm. uh, the fall of the House of Usher. Uh, okay. What have I, you read by him? I've read Annabelle Lee. Of course, um, of course. And it, that's that, that's the that's the that's the go to. Really, is it not? I read that in like every single fucking poetry class I was in. Oh yeah, okay, poetry. Never mind. Um, and then I read the Telltale Heart. Yes, which I yes, fucking yes, yes. loved. Um, and then I think more than that, but those are the ones that like <laughs> stuck out to me. <laughs> You're like, I've probably read more, but like, meh. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think I have. What have you read? Um, I read the Telltale Heart somewhere along the lines in like uh, school. I really do not remember hardly any. I mean, I, I know the, the main conceit, of course, and like the, the yeah. general idea of it, but like not a whole lot else, to be honest. Um, mm. And other than that, oof, not a whole lot. The one the one full work that I did read of his was the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. Um, which the is... The Nantucket. I, 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 I always kind of wonder if, it, if, 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 if that's at all where this came An from. An original Poe. <laughs> it's, it's basically like, it's like a seafare, it's like a horror seafaring adventure as they, as, as they journey towards the, 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 the South Pole. It's, um... Yeah, it's real weird. Uh, it, it was good. It was very, it was very creepy. Uh, but, but, but I don't unfortunately have a whole lot else to say about Poe. It's, it's, it's not a blind spot, but because I, because I'm well aware of him. Uh, but I haven't really made a whole lot of an effort to like really dig deep. So, eh. I mean, we could read him at some point. Impossible. Impo- can't. Sorry, <laughs> can't, can't, <laughs> we have sorry. no time. We, we're, we're super planned. <laughs> we do not have the technology, unfortunately. No, absolutely not. Um. Do we want to do like a quick 
one over of what happened or do you want to do did you like it first or i'm like why do i well, forgetting how this podcast works i was gonna say well you're you're, you're out of sorts here um i know that's all i think it's there. because i came into this podcast a little tipsy whereas oh, normally i get yeah. tipsy throughout the podcast and i had a glass of wine at like five you're jumping the order of uh, the order of operation. All right, I fair am. enough. I mean, um, well, so so basically, what this book is in the in, in a in a brief summary is a uh, lovely former... story of <laughs> romance. Just a country, just a countryside was, jaunt. Okay, everyone, uh, it's bare to you too. That is it. Oh, we've been tricking you this entire time. We thought fact, we could get away with what moves the dead, but we all know what does. What moves the it's dead? It's anal in the library. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's always anal in the library. The, it's going to be the next book. <laughs> in a weighty tome. Uh, yeah. This book is about a uh, former soldier who go who gets a letter from their childhood friend to that his sister uh, that the that the the friend's uh, sister is dying um, and that the uh, main character should come and uh, see them at the, at their house in this countryside. It's like um, it's like it's like Central Europe themed kind yeah. of. It's um, I, I, I've it's it's Galicia. Uh, there, there's some, there's some kind of history in uh, literature of using that and Moldavia as um, as settings. I just don't know it well enough, unfortunately, to explain it. But that's the reason for it. Um, anyways, they. Uh, the 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 main character gets there and something is just not quite right. There's his uh, their old friend is uh, acting super Weird. stressed and nervy, and the uh, sister in question is in fact uh, seems pretty close to death and waif thin and whatnot. But like things start happening, it's like and it's walker. a wonder of what exactly what's is what's going on. Actually, very literally a white walker at some yeah. point, at one point. Yes, yeah, um, white walkery. You you drank for that, right? I did. Did you see okay, me? There. <laughs> there, there you I did. Go. <laughs> I, did. I, I was trying to do it casually, but all right, fair enough. Um, so yeah, the the, the 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 basic synopsis is you know, person shows up to strange place and strange things start happening, and it's all about whether or not uh, With a horse. what actually is happening. What? Oh, I my, my one of my one of my second notes and uh, I took on this book was like, if Hob dies, we riot. <laughs> um, I was so furious I, about the idea of this cool horse dying, but yeah. I pictured um Hob, and this is probably gonna mean nothing to you, um, as the horse that was entangled. Doesn't mean anything to me, unfortunately. I know, but, but this horse has like a really big, like like macho man kind of like um vibe to him, and he is like very like above board and like uh, uh, make uh, sure uh, uh, that like everything goes smoothly, and if like there's one thing like like if there's one thing like out of whack he'll like push it back into place like everything is like symmetrical and stuff oh so like a horse with ocd basically yes (laughs) an an overbearing horse with ocd an over an overbearing horse well there was um i i was actually kind of wondering if this was i I, like i made that i made that note within the first like chapter or two so i I obviously made an impression on me but i also wonder how much of it was tied up to the fact that i really love the character hob from sandman that we read read very recently so i don't know if it was just a name thing or if it was actually the uh, temperament of the horse but yeah hob's cool loving horses horse boy Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't call me a horse boy. On the internet. It's gonna lead down a. It's already that, out that, there. Imagine I just bleep that out. 
like all of our profanity makes it through all of our gods but all that of our, one all of our, thing all of our blasphemy like horse boy bleeped no can't do it <laughs> can't do it uh we'll no i like i liked hob as well um did you like the book in general yo this book was awesome this book you was really it? creepy oh yeah uh, uh do you think i wasn't going to uh i didn't oh wow okay let's talk about this then um yeah i really enjoyed it um i thought it was creepy as hell um i compared it uh when we were talking and a little um to the haunting of hill house because it has that kind of uh uh that unsettled feeling of something being wrong and uh you're just not quite sure what it is and even when they and even when they do get more of an idea of what it is um as the as the narrator says like they didn't even really want to consider what was in front of their faces and like uh, like and it, it's it's very i don't know i just, it, it was it was a good kind of psychological creepy to me i really i really liked the um uh the this like you know this is this is a manor house that's separate from the rest of the town and it's a bracken uh tarn i think right a lake mm-hmm. um and so they like it, it it's it's a really creepy setting that the people kind of like have pity on the owners of more than anything else or the townspeople i mean but yeah. they keep well away from it so it's uh, it's a very good environment for it even if it is kind of classic gothic um yeah yeah i really dug it well um, we'll talk more about like the specifics as we go on but like what what, what for you didn't do it I called it from like page 10 what was happening. Oh yeah. I just yeah, the, I, I called the. it so fucking early and I think from that point on like I knew I mean obviously I didn't know every like all the intricacies of, course, yeah. of what was happening but I pretty much knew like <clears throat> what was going on and like I called the bunnies the bunny shit super fucking early. But it's not creepy enough for you still. The bunnies that, are creepy as hell. I I also think that this is something that gets to me with horror because I had a very similar vibe reading Hill House where you have to read every paragraph. You have to read okay. every yeah. detail. And, and Danny on this on this literature podcast hates doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just historically gravitate towards reading of course um common like or reading conversations a little bit close like more closely yeah you focus um, on dialogue primarily yeah yeah and i think i i didn't find the bunnies that fucking creepy and i think that also might be my inner like woodland like wishes of like i would love if a bunny came up to me <laughs> would you would love, love if a bunny came up to you stared at you and then stayed alive even if you put a bullet in its head yeah, there were def okay, there were definitely creepy things. I think I would have liked if like the bunnies were just like there was one time that a bunny was described as walking like a spider. <laughs> and yeah. that was because I didn't understand creepy. how the limbs worked properly. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was creepy, but um like I just I didn't find it I didn't find it as as creepy as I wanted to. You weren't unsettled enough by it. Like, do you do you think that was because you had a rational, uh, in heavy air quotes, rational explanation for what was happening from our, excuse me, from yeah. early on? Like I called and like fucking spoilers, I called that it was f- fungus from the f- like honestly probably page five. Like as soon as I had a conversation about it. Yeah, I, that that I understand. Like the, the, there is there is a in the very first chapter, the main character comes across a. Uh, um, 
a fungi enthusiast. Uh, yeah. that's, like, that's like doing watercolor paintings Miss and research Potter. and whatnot in the area. Yeah, Eugenia Potter, I believe. Yeah. Which, which, which I, I did love the uh, random reference to Beatrix Potter that's in there mm-hmm. too, which, which, mm-hmm. which was actually which was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that happens in the first like chapter, and so if you are reading into things aggressively, you're like, oh, wow, I wonder why they're talking to this person right, right away. Yeah, and, and I also think that this is a type of book where if you do figure it out early on, it doesn't, like, it doesn't mean that it's also not creepy, but I think I was yeah. expecting more of a pow factor, you know? I was expecting more of, like, a, um intense creepiness to it that I did uh-huh. get with Haunting of Hill House later on in the book. Yeah. I just felt like for this, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think it was because it wasn't necessarily supernatural. I think it was because it was, it this yeah. it wasn't surreal enough for me. That I do agree with. Yeah, like um, I wish that there was a couple of more heavy punches of it being surreal. Like if everyone in yeah. the household was actually being like puppeteered by yeah. this fungus and it was just showing the progression of like how good they had become at taking over human bodies. I think yeah. that to me would have been a lot creepier. That's fair. And, and yeah. I, I will, I will say we'll talk, we'll talk about the ending more um, like, like a little bit later on, but um, I do think that the explaining the, the fully explained nature of it does take away from some of the the, the scare factor of it or the un, mm-hmm. unease from it. Now, granted, that doesn't happen for a while. That doesn't happen until no. like you know two thirds, at least two thirds of the way through the book. Yeah. But you're right that if you if you guess early on and you've got a pretty good idea of what's happening, then it does lose some of the effect. Um, Did you not guess? I, I I had I had a decent idea, but uh, I really liked the writing. Um, I really yeah. liked uh, I really liked. Uh, um, I, well, I'll just keep saying Kingfisher because that's the name that, he, that that she uses for the book. I really like Kingfisher's writing. I think it's um, I think it's like this really great dry humor to it. Um, I mm-hmm. like the fact that it was commenting on you know, um, the Brits when talking about um, Miss Potter, uh, the Americans when talking about Denton the Doctor. Uh, yeah. I like I, I like the little like subtle asides. I like the main character, and and we'll also get into this later. But the main character is a um a woman soldier but they have their own set of pronouns because that is how the culture uh, uses them for people that become soldiers and and they are very much um uh dressed and outfitted in a more masculine way yes exactly androgynous and, and so and so the the use of pronouns and and, and 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 like gender ambiguity is very interesting as well and that's something I think we can get into but um I I really liked um the main character uh, Alex Easton uh, Easton's way of commenting on things I thought it was wry I thought it was kind of like battle worn because they've been yes. a soldier for so long and everything long and everything um yeah I think this is the kind of book that I do think that if I hadn't, if I, if I had it nailed on from page you know five or whatever, then, then, then there is something that is lost for sure. But I think that the writing could have carried it for me regardless, because mm. I, I, I really enjoyed like, like a, a lot of the prose and a lot of the commentary and everything like that. I agree. And I think I did, I did like the prose and I did <clears throat> like the overall writing of it. And I did like the structure of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just that I was expecting to like, get really creeped out yeah that's fair 
And there were definitely lines and paragraphs of which I was creeped out. Mm. I just, I didn't The hair autopsy is fucking terrifying. That's terrifying, but it's incredibly unsettling, for example. Yes. But yes, sorry, keep Like, I just, I didn't get the, um, like, the anticipatory kind of, I wish, okay, so the, the, when, when, um, Easton started repeating the dead do not walk or the dead yeah. don't walk. Yeah. I wish that that would have been a through line throughout the entire book, whether or not that be yep. a subtle through line, like maybe not actually in italics, but if that had been a like constant, because yeah. that then reminds me of like, it was always there. It was yeah, always yeah, 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 happening, yeah. which is what the haunting of Hill house did. There was a lot of, constants from the beginning that led all the way to the end and to me the book as well written as it was which i did enjoy just kind of like reading in general it did feel like we were kind of like like it just kind of like popped off because because podcasting is a visual medium (laughs) danny is thinking is making her hand take off like a jet as she makes those noises so yes i'm i am really great at doing different types of sounds different types of noises grip it and rip it baby what are we drinking uh we are drinking uh sly fox's the brewery um one of those days which is a hazy ipa uh sly fox is from pottstown pennsylvania they have a brewery in downtown pittsburgh so yeah um it's a it's a it's a a cool cool place i'm Um, drinking um it's called boda box um it is a nighthawk black dark malbec from argent argentina it's um ripe rich and smooth Uh, do you agree with those with that categorization i mean i agree that it's getting me drunk (laughs) (laughs) oh so it's wine okay gotcha i I agree with the price tag for fucking sure Mm. i don't Mm -hmm, agree mm -hmm. with uh that boda box has 50 accolades with wine enthusiasts you think that's impossible medals maybe all of the accolades are it'll get you drunk or it's cheap and i like that it's just from people that are doing drunk podcasts <laughs> it's the entire consumer base if we get sponsored by boated box i would hey boda box <laughs> now we're i just, know we're you're just throw, listening we're, we're just throwing this out there i know you're listening um i buy you all the time <laughs> so and Danny loves a weird baseball cap, so by all means, send them her way. I do. Oh my god, I would fuck in rock a Boda Box <laughs> baseball cap. I would. I don't know that. I, yeah, I, I, this, that that part is all very legitimate. Or a bucket hat. That. Holy. Ooh, a bucket. Bucket hat. hat. Yeah. Ooh, I'm... ooh. No, what are we? Why are we even doing this right now? It definitely needs to be a Camelback. Because it's a fucking bag of wine. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. What are we even thinking right now? Camelback, pop that what? sack in there. Oh, don't say that. I hated every minute of that. And then you hit that little straw. <laughs> pop that sack in there. Pop the that title of this episode. Sack. I hate everything about it. <laughs> pop that um, sack. I, <laughs> I, I don't disagree that, that there is some kind of a, um, or there isn't enough of a, um, of a ramping up of that ten- uh, actually i don't know i i think that i think it does work if you aren't like figuring it out too much ahead of time yeah. I, I i think i think 
I think there is oh, first of all, also by the way, um, looking once you finish the book, banger of a title, oh, great yeah. title, great yes. title for the book. Uh, yeah. like, I, 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 once once I kind of put that together because I, I I was reading the story and like once I found out what was actually happening, I was I was already caught up in reading it. It wasn't until I finished it that I was like, what moves the dead but to? Oh, okay, yeah, I get yeah. what you did there. Nice. Um, I think for me, it did still produce because a, like earlier on there's a lot of um just general like oh we're gonna try to treat her we're gonna try to you know and there's a lot of like oh this house is creepy this area is creepy like commentary like that between characters when they when they um when they make the deal for the cow uh so because the idea is that like the iron in the diet might help yeah. a little bit like they're still trying to treat this with like everyday malady as an everyday malady and mm-hmm. um like the conversation they have with the farmer and the son is suitably creepy about yes. how how weird everything is uh and like you know so it's a standard horror trope with the uh you know the uh you know beware type townsfolk and everything like that but yeah it i, I think it, i think it works for, for, for the context even as a as a cliche and again this is a retelling of a story so it works even more in that regard i also think that living in covid times i would never go over this fucking house are you fucking <laughs> kidding me if i get a letter from a long lost friend and they're like help me i'm dying i'd be like fucking peace i'm sorry you do you want do you want to get on a Zoom call real quick? Do you want do you yeah. want, do you, do you want to watch you, a movie together or something? Like, like did you look up your symptoms? Like it, it's you're probably a goner. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like I would sorry. go get a PCR test maybe. Uh just don't I'm not coming over. I'm not going anywhere near your filthy filthy spore yeah. room. Where does everyone house. have their masks on? Like what are we doing? Masks would have helped. Masks, masks actually would have helped. They would have apps. Oh my god, imagine if they had those really cool um mm-hmm. bird the, masks. The, yeah. The plague the, masks. The, the, the old the old plague Doctors. masks. Yep, yeah, yep, the yep, old yep, doctor yep. masks. That yep. would have see, that would have been fucking creepy. Also, my cousin, uh, my cousin's husband, Kip, shout out Kip. Um, he came out he just created a realistic um, version of that for his Halloween costume. He goes fucking all out for Halloween and it looks fucking sick. It looks so fucking cool. As as a 2022 uh, costume, especially like I like that. Oh, it is dope. For a while, it's just like kind of a creepy aesthetic and people are using, but now in these times, uh, Oh no. And his is like, his is like, period appropriate so he like mm-hmm. legit did it and he made a lantern and oh, like cool, all- cool, cool. oh yeah he went full fucking out it's really cool shout out then because that is pretty dope yeah um i i plague masks aside because while they would be useful here they were not they were unfortunately not here um no. it does so it, it does get into as you get into the meat of the story what what you do realize what, that you realize from the very beginning of the story mind you is that um this is the the, the, the disease is basically like possession via like fungi <laughs> like yes. fungi spores and things like that um and it's really cool because in my, in, for, for for me and my in my pace of reading it at least where you had this just a lot of like uncertainty about what actually was causing everything and and, and like there's some there's some like you know 
maybe hints of supernatural nature or possession mm-hmm. they, they, they mentioned at one point and you have like a a very small but interesting cast of characters that kind of go through it with you have the, you have the yeah. dying sister you have roderick the brother who is like whose nerves are frayed and isn't really much use and may might be hiding a secret and you're not really sure yeah and you have denton the american doctor who's basically a, like a bone saw surgeon during the civil war mm-hmm. which is a good background for this kind of story his, as far as his that nightmare mm, oh my god yeah fucking rough yes because and it's basically that he's been like hacking off limbs that that were that he needs to amputate mind you for, for because but because they they, the they bones have been alive. destroyed yeah they keep they stay alive in their in their buckets and they're like wriggling to try try to find their owners and everything oh it is see it's stuff like that where i wish then it would have been like gone into it a little bit more of oh was he being currently taken over like was he currently dealing with the the yeah what are they called the vaughn i mean they sh- madeline calls them the vaughn as like their oh oh but that's just, that's just the pronoun i know that's their pronouns that, yeah. but the, um, just, just say the, the fungus or whatever fungus. Yeah. well they actually had a name though did they All right, yeah, i'll, I'll, I'll try to look up but keep keep, keep yeah. going yeah. uh i wish that like that would have then turned into a little sign that he had been infected and his body was like letting yes. him know and those are the types of things that and i understand that this was a pretty short book but those are the types of things that i wish would have been and i and i think with like a horror book you can kind of leave things on a cliffhanger i wish that I that kind should, of I think stuff you should to be honest yeah i think that kind of stuff should have been like put out on a clothes hanger and it wasn't yeah i mean like i so i don't want to go too out of order just because i think that there is uh i i basically i don't want to i don't want to talk about the ending and then have to like end the podcast but i i do think that uh well, we don't have to because it's our podcast <laughs> fair points uh a more natural momentum would take us there but I, I i do think that the um the ending is a little too clean nice yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I think it'd be more interesting if they fled the house, even with it burning, uh, and like Roderick going back inside to make sure he knew how to because he, he said as as Easton references, like he he said like I know exactly where I'd like the match. Like he yeah. he knew how to burn that fucking house down. Yeah. Um he if that happens, but there's still the uncertainty of like, are we infected? Oh, yeah. Has 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 is this being spread through? And, and, you know, even because it's all from Easton's point of view. So it's like I'm not infected. I know I'm not infected. But is Denton? Is yeah. Angus? Is someone else that's part of the story infected? Exactly. Like, I, 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 that that I fully agree with. Like, I, I, for, like the biggest critique I have of this book is that the ending is too nice. It's too. Yeah. It's too. It's too clear cut. It's or too dry. Then seeing like a hair in like the background. Yeah. yeah. Anything, yeah. Any like standing on its legs and like trying to walk, or if there was like a little note that like Denton tried to stand up and he couldn't. A little, st- a little, a little note of like white filament on Denton's arm that he brushed off, like oh, it must have gotten on me from blah blah blah, and then yeah. like, but is it really but, like yeah, that? Like that kind of thing. Ha- I know. I that's and I think that was my overall biggest issue with the book. I would agree. was was that I. I want, but but that's also good because I did want more. Like I I would have read more if there was more to the book. Yeah, and I think that if it was longer, it would have been a little bit more filled out. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah, I just I do wish that we ended with an unease. That that I again that I'm fully on board with, and that I think uh, could have been solved pretty easily too. Super I, I, I wonder, easy, like a I single wonder, fucking line. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, like, I, I think there's. I, I wonder if. Excuse me. Just to get into the, like the like the like the nuts and bolts of it, I wonder if that was a. If that was what the author's vision always was, or if it was pushed for any, any in any way, like someone was telling them, like, oh, you gotta make sure this has got a solid ending or whatnot. Because like, I I don't like it when things are so unambiguous that you just really don't know what happened even after the book ends. Um, and and like. I think Hill House is a very good job of walking that line, yeah. for example. And, and we're going to compare this to Hill House a lot, and we already have, because we read this uh, together for this podcast, but yeah. also because um, it is the best approximation I've read to the unease of this of this type of story. Um, I would also maybe compare it to um, We Have All Lived in the Castle. But they all kind of deal with the yeah. same trope. They all kind of deal with... I will say that We Have All Lived in the Castle dealt with not um like ghosts or dealt with not kind of things of that nature mm-hmm. it was more along the lines of like poisoning which felt yeah the, the, of- the the uncertainty between characters and the character interactions and things like that which which this, which this book could have easily gone to if like you said they made it a little more uncertain about like yeah. how far has how far has this thing spread um and yeah because the idea is that the uh madeline the uh the the sick and dying and apparently dead uh, you know sister in, in, in this whole thing mm-hmm. um she she has been dead for you know a month apparently is what she was is what she was saying which 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 is interesting which i think i think that's interesting because because like in terms of like physically how she would have been if the if the fungus hadn't been taking over her body and everything like that but the idea that she was teaching the fungus the ways of humans because that means that, the, that, as I think Easton like says at one point, that it then like, if it got better, then like we wouldn't. If it got we so good, that, yeah, if it, exactly. If it got See, so good, that's it wouldn't be where I help. thought it was going to then go into yeah. it being actually really good with someone else. Yes, my my um, when it when it came to that, her being dead for a month, mm-hmm. that's where I kind of got into. Is this surreal enough? for that to work like is this surreal enough for her to have been dead for a month and to actually hold like very normal conversation and then that kind of brings into the question of like well like what does death mean like so then like was she dead you know like if she was still able to converse and she was still able to live but like how much of it was was her under her actual control versus what what she was being made what her body was being made to perform by by, by the fungus yeah yeah and it just fungi whatever it yeah. also just kind of seemed like i don't know i don't know i don't know that part kind of threw me because i I just don't know if it was surreal enough. Like I don't know if it was yeah. surreal enough for it. I, I, and, and like I said, like I think it, I think it's it gets wrapped up too neat and tidy. And I think that like, that makes sense because if you if you or your reaction definitely makes sense if it's paired with like getting a pretty good idea of what was going on early in the book, and then yeah. also not having like a real like cliffhangery ending about how far we've gotten and everything like that. Like I, that makes sense. Like I. I, I didn't go that far with my own predictions and therefore I think that I was able to experience the ending a little more yeah. naturally. Um, and that's probably why I, I think I would have liked it anyways, because I just like the style of it so much. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the author does a really good job with, 
everything from the personality, the characters, to the descriptions, to a lot, of, a lot of the like the 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 creepy crawly imagery and everything yeah. like that. The the hair is obviously is a huge one. The hair autopsy scene, as I briefly mentioned before, is fucking terrifying Ugh. because because what I love the about lungs. so much, yep, uh, the the lungs puffing out with the um with the uh, filaments from, mm-hmm. from 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 the mushroom but also the like the dragging its way across the table after it's been obviously dead well, I love I love the one line that they that they use like you know around this table were three battle-hardened veterans that have seen every 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 type of death that you, that one yeah. can expect to see in their lives all shrieked like you know <laughs> in in terror like I I love I love that like that building of um uh expectation and then yeah. still and still beating it um and that like that i think there's some really really cool 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 stuff there especially when you when you look back on some of madeline's interactions with other people and see where those two personality divides could have been and everything um the broken neck and walking and then the corpse walking around and everything was really good it um, was but but i do agree that because it gets tied off a little too cleanly, a lot too cleanly, then you lose some of that impact because you don't have that sense of foreboding like all the way up until the end. You have relief at the end instead. Like I would have loved if this was the second to last chapter in a book. Okay. If this was like, yeah. or this like the third to last and the second to last chapter in a book where mm. it was like this insanity that ensued and then you know, like the anticipation of knowing there is more is yeah. what makes it a thousand times creepier. Is yeah. that you know, like, oh shit, like it's not going to get cleaned up like this. Oh shit, it's not going to be them sitting on a log, like looking at. Also, another thing too for me, and I don't mean to be hating on this book because I actually did enjoy reading it. Yeah. But. If there is a giant house on fire in the woods and there are two two people that were like, don't fucking put it out. You don't want to put it out. Yeah. Don't do it. And like, that's what's keeping people at bay. <laughs> that's that, all. That's all it is. It I, just I, seemed, that's it to me. It just seemed kind of like we. I'm led I, to I believe that's a very sparsely populated area. So they weren't beating back like hundreds of citizens or anything like that. I think you're probably talking like 10 to 20 townsfolk or something. But I like, just go but, straight to California, though. And if there is a house fire, the entire state is going. <laughs> like, if there's a single house. You, you, you think maybe that me? might be what you brought to the book as opposed to the book itself, though, in that case. Andy, I was reading this as a holistic reader. <laughs> How Everybody dare you? In- How dare you imply that my personal experiences might have affected my my consumption of this book? Yeah, <laughs> like I was, I honestly was expecting some ghosts, and I didn't get any ghosts. You didn't get any ghosts. That's fair. You 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 got the approximation of ghosts with the uh, Madeline. I got a hairy around. lady. <laughs> got, actually, get- actually, yes, you you got a hairy lady. That's a. That's I got a, I got sure. a hairy lady, um, and a soldier lady, and a soldier lady, and a doctor. And a Scott. And a Scott. Ang- named Angus, of all things, of I course. I know. I did like that. Um, who was your favorite character? I mean, I, I think we have to eliminate Easton because yes. I, it's just like, I, again, I, uh, problems with the ending aside, problems with some of the book aside for you, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really liked Easton as a character. I thought, I yeah, thought they were I very well written. I thought they were... Um, a really 
smart introduction to this kind of story as well because what you need is a rational like like hyper capable person right like it's like if your main character is someone who is going to fall apart at the first sign of danger like they're not going to work for a book like this because the first thing is going to just you know push them over the edge like you need a character that is like you either need like a, a rational figure like a doctor like denton mm-hmm. or like a really capable soldier like easton i mean not the only things you can do obviously but like those are two really great roles for it because these are people that like are going to capably try to fix the solution and really get to the bottom of things. And then they can't accept the totality of what is yeah. actually in front of them. And that's what makes for, in my opinion, good horror, or at least good, good characters relating to horror, because the, the gulf is too big between what they're used to being able to do and what they have to be able to do to combat this thing that is yeah. outside of their expertise. Um, outside of Easton and probably Hub um miss potter miss potter's great she's my favorite too yeah she's great because like not like she could have been a throwaway character and instead comes kind of come back around to be one of the gang towards the end and really be instrumental in helping to solve the whole thing and i understand that that is like you know very much character placement and making sure that they are around and they and that they function to this telling of the story but i like the way that she was written i like the idea of um easton and the author by proxy you know painting her as the uh the stiff upper lip british woman mm-hmm. who you know is uh, you know un- unabashed by anything and uh you know it soldiers I, on very well in I, the face of horror. i loved her interaction with Den- denton yeah. where i forget what denton said and she uh, oh didn't he like he tried to like lift her up or something like that or did so- sure. he did something and uh-huh. she was like, if you touch me, I will put your name in the papers yeah. or like <laughs> something like that where she or and I also loved like the little asides with Easton and uh, Mrs. Po- Miss Potter yeah. is like one of my favorites was, uh, oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> that's all right i can i can i can carry the songs I, I got a lot of them too like everything from the first one the very first interaction where easton is like very clearly sizing her up and has an understanding of like what type of person she is but then like also vice versa like very yes. clearly that like that miss potter has a, has a pretty good idea of who of who easton is and like you know sizing them up right away and making sure that they make it clear about uh mm-hmm. you know what they are aware of their capabilities you know when you can feel a thought go further and further away from you. Well, like you're chasing it, and the and like, like, like you're trying to reach something under the couch, and you brush it with your fingertips, and it knocks it further under the couch. Yeah, I totally understand. It is. I feel it. In, whenever this happens, I feel it in my eyes. I really do. Where I'm just like, I can fucking see it. Yeah, I, can yeah, I know what it is. See, are you talking about her interactions with Angus by any chance? No, because, it was with uh, Ethan and, and Miss Potter. Well, no, 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 but I'm saying that in Easton's presence, um, like, because uh, Denton at one point says, like, you know, uh, ma'am, I could kiss you for blah, 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 and then, or yeah. something, like, something like that. And Angus is like, if you do that, sir, I will, you know, I'll, I'll be forced. I, I, it basically, the, the, whatever the vernacular is, like, challenge you to a duel. And, like, yes. and, like, and then, like, she blushes in the background because, like, Angus has leaped to her defense. I, I loved that. That was not it, Much though. Better. And yeah. it will never be here. You'll never be here again. You'll, ne- you'll never be able to figure it out. Um, would you read something by else by this author? Like, yeah, um, for a fucking chore. Okay, see, I, I think that's. I think that is a very fair like understanding of like yes where you are with this book because I 
excuse me, I really do under, I do, I really do get why you would feel the way you did because mm-hmm. it, again, especially having an idea early on and having kind of everything fill in the blanks in a, in, in a, an affirmative way as you move as as the story goes through then it's harder to be like well what's really happening it's this is so creepy because you you have you have a stock explanation already in your head but like again the craft is really impressive as far as really good the writing is great and that was something that like i was really trying to disassociate how i felt about the writing from how i felt about the story because the writing was phenomenal it was very entertaining yeah it I think just because I had I had called it so early that yeah. it made it it just didn't hit as hard as I wanted to and I think I was a little disappointed that it wasn't supernatural which also is a twist in itself because most things like this yeah. are supernatural yeah. so and the I thing think- is like I I I like that I like that it had an explanation I really did because I I thought that um I thought that the like the, the 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 parlor scene with Madeline, where she basically explains like her interaction with the w- w- with the fungus and uh, how it came to like take her, and, she, and she's basically talking as the fungus here. Let's be honest. Yeah. But um, uh, I like the way that they describe um, communication through sounds as mm-hmm. opposed to like uh, pheromones or something like that. They, they mention. Um... <laughs> Come out and play. It <laughs> just wings a Bud Light at the mushroom. Yeah, I love that. I, 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 th- I, th- I thought, I thought that, I thought that was, I thought that was like a really cool scene. I thought there was a lot to it, but like, but you are right that if, um, if then everything is resolved, and this is my problem with the ending as well. If you, everything is kind of resolved afterwards, then you don't really have any. You don't have any lingering mystery, and you don't have any lingering unease. Like the, basically everything, your entire spooky feeling of this book mm-hmm. is contained to while you're reading it, as opposed yeah. to after you're reading. Yes. And I, I guess not everything, because like you can reminisce on some of the scenes and talk about how kind of creepy the imagery was or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the unease doesn't stick with you because you're not worried about what's happening in that world anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you're, you're like, and, and I think that after setting it up so well for the 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 potential for this like spore system to infect and control people that they just cap it is a, it, it really was unfortunate. It really, yeah, it, it, just, it, it really did take felt, away from the story. It felt not real in a place mm-hmm. that is obviously not real, but it just, felt, it just felt like. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It just felt super. Um, Natural. Oh, <sighs> It all comes back to I don't know any of those guys' names. Uh, Jared Pilecki and shit. What the hell is the other dude's name? I do I know it. The other guys. The other guy. His name. Dean is and Jared. Oh, no. Well, I was thinking you know, one of one of them is the guy who plays Dean on Gilmore Girls. So that's true. Uh, that's, that's the Jared. No, that's not Jared Pilecki. Jared Pilecki is someone else. Sam? Oh, it's it's, it's, it's Bucky, not Padalecki. Okay, yeah. Sam. Uh, Sam. Supernatural. Jared Pl- Jensen Eckle Ackles. Jensen Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles uh, plays Jensen. Dean Winchester, and Jared Padalecki plays Sam Winchester. He's yes. way too hot to be a Jensen. He's clearly the hotter of the two, right? Ooh, I don't know about that. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, I just think that he Jensen, uh is pretty boy hot 
Uh, yeah, that's fair, actually. I think so I probably I think overreacted that, there. Like, I loved, well, to be fair, I was always a Jess fan on Gamble Girls. Because always. Who, are, who are we fucking kidding? Just to be clear, this is this is the anti-Logan podcast as far as Gilmore Girls. Ooh, you're gonna lose my cousin. Uh, <laughs> Carly, I don't care. I will say uh, the toxicity in me does love Logan. <laughs> the fu- the fuckboy enjoyer of you does love Logan. Like the toxicity Logan. of it all is like, ooh, yeah, want me. But <laughs> Jess was obviously supposed to be the one. A terrible choice at the time. I think we should be clear, though. I, 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 I when they when they were actually dating, probably not going to work out. They both they, they, no. he had to work through his shit to make that possible, as he does, as, and, as he as he shows later on when he when they come back to him when he's already a published author and everything too. And then Lori, 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 <laughs> Lori. N- Lori. Lori is the worst name for her. It's the absolute worst name for her. <laughs> and then Rory never worked through her shit. Exactly. And that's Ever. why and that's why the that's why like the redux was so annoying to me. Like uh, like it, it's it didn't it, like it, it almost reminded me of like and I don't have to drink for this because you already did. It almost reminded me of the Theon Greyjoy character arc where it's mm. like, oh yeah, they're getting the redemption arc and then it's coming back around, and then he just bails while his sister's being killed by um uh fuckboy Pacey yeah. Winners or whatever his fucking name was. Um uh and 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 then you have like Ramsey? No, uh, uh, Euron, Euron's character. Euron, there we go. Yeah, because oh, he yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. Joshua Jackson, like fat faced yes. Joshua, Joshua Jackson, uh, and uh, like, and then like, it's like, okay, cool. Remember when he like beats that guy? I don't forget. I forget if he kills him or not, but like, he beats that guy on like the shore after he after they like all like regroup after the the huge battle they lost, and he's like, she's my sister, and it's like. Yeah, dude, like you just jumped off a ship to avoid saving her. Like, well, well yeah. you have no, you have no stake in this game. You can't co- possibly claim the higher ground here. What are you doing? How did we get here? The sexiness of Jensen Ackles. <laughs>